and welcome to 9 to 42, the podcast from the team at the Guitar Show UK. Join us for interviews, updates and chat with artists, influencers and those that manufacture the gear that we love. Hello and welcome to 9 to 42, which is the podcast from the guys at the Guitar Show UK. And my slightly confused friend, Jason Hunt, is, is on screen. Jace, why are you looking so confused? Oh, it's just you, frankly. What do you mean, just <laughs> me? And the stuff before we start recording. But anyway, why? carry on. Oh, okay. <laughs> should we tell everybody that we've booked to go on holiday together or should we keep that? Are we keeping that to ourselves? Well, yes, we have booked to go away together. But not on holiday. We're going to the NAM show. But I've booked a holiday. Uh, yes, you've booked it as a virgin holiday. I've booked it as a right. flight and a hotel. Oh, right, OK. Because you're a pro, aren't you? Well, you know, you've got to look for the best deals, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, we're very pleased to be joined uh, by Sophie, by musician Sophie Burrell. Um, pleased in the sense of it's lovely to have her here. A little bit disappointed because we've not been able to find out anything about her. So the next half an hour, 40 minutes could pass <laughs> anyway, anyway, shape. We're not quite sure. Mm. Sophie, thank you very much for being here. How are you? Hi, thank you for having me. Um, I'm doing good. I'm a bit tired, not going to lie, today. I had a late night and that's not, that's not something I do often. So, you know, but it was fun. Like I did something cool. So I was so, at a gig. Right, okay. In London. So. Um, oh, who? That Tremonti. Ah. Yeah. You're a big yeah, Tremonti fan, aren't you? I am, yes, I am. I have been for quite a long time. I think maybe since I was like 12 or something, 11 or 12. So, um, yeah, it's so nice. That's the first time I've seen them since 2018. And I was like, yeah, I was still a teenager then. So what the hell? <laughs> Like, yeah, you know, I mean, we blinked and we lost a couple of years. So I don't know. And I, I was saying to the guys, like, I was just, I was, I was convinced that it would never come back again. Like gigs would never happen again. And I got really like, I don't know, depressed by that idea. So when I saw it as a packed out venue, I just could, I was just grinning from ear to ear. Yeah. Just so happy that, um, yeah, shows have made a return. Yeah. Hey. The first gig I went to post pandemic was October. Uh, okay. I went to see a guy called Jesse Malin and uh, I, I just beamed like a bloody idiot all the way through it and, and, <laughs> and I'm not I'm, I'm old right so I kind of stand at the back uh, I'm also really tall so I stand at the back oh, you well at least you're considerate I'm the opposite so if I'm standing it has to be at the front and I usually get a tall person <laughs> sit in front of me anyway yeah but at the Jesse Malin gig I was like down the front this is the yeah. most exciting thing Aww. and uh, it's been brilliant as well because I've been I've been to two gigs in the last month that were tickets that were bought two and a half years ago sort of thing oh wow like rescheduled yeah and I I went to both of them with my 15 year old daughter who oh lovely who of course would have been two and a half years ago 12 Thir 12 13 12 13 yeah. and yeah, so she wouldn't yeah. have wow. she wouldn't have certainly those kind of scruffy mm. o2 type of gigs he's been to like nec type gigs but uh at scruffy o2 scruffy o2 and i like these scruffy o2 ones i think they're good they're good fun she did they're say good fun i'm stuck to the floor dad <laughs> oh yeah yeah to be fair we were at shepherd's bush um last night and the carpet i was like dang this is pretty gross i was i was actually sat um, I was up on one of the balconies and I went to put my bag on the floor and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to quickly look at the floor <laughs> with my torch before I do this. And I was like, yeah, my bag is not going there. I will just keep it on me. <laughs> do you not think that in the two years they've been shut, none of them yeah, could have right. cleaned? Just, just freaking replace the carpet, man. It's been like years. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not complaining. I don't care. You could put me in the grottiest venue and I'd just be happy that a live show, you know, is happening, to be honest. So, um, but no, the rest of the venue, like, apart from the floor, I'd say it was relatively clean. Oh, like, uh, yeah. I love uh, Shepherd's Bush Empire. I think it's a brilliant venue. It is good. That was my first time going there. I really liked it. I saw <laughs> just before. Sorry, Jay. Should I was saying before we get started uh, too much? Though we, obviously we are started because we're having many in. But 
Um, just a small point of order uh, for Sophie before we go much further. It's fine for you to mention your age once, and I'm pleased that you know in the two years you've gone from being a teenager to being in your twenties, and all. And we're over the moon that you've lowered the average age of the people on the podcast quite significantly. But can you not mention it again? That's all is, right. Is, yeah, is that all right? Yeah, we can say I'm forty if you really want. No, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, I don't want you to. Great, go with it. Fine, it's absolutely fantastic. We just don't rub it in. It's uh, all right. I, I still feel old though. Oh dear. <laughs> the second point of order, and I don't know if you can see this, I'm going to have to move my mic, but I've I've lit a candle for you. Oh no, I can't see it. Oh, so I'm kind of what's behind you? you? Yeah, Wait, behind you. Where, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, there yeah. where my finger is. That's there, like. nice. I haven't yeah. written, lit, written, I haven't written, written a candle. I got one here and I got one there, but neither of them are lit. Yeah, it's well, not. So I was watching a few of your, your, your vids this afternoon and, and there's always a candle on the go. There is. I just like the way they smell. They're always lavender scented as well, usually with me. Oh, is it lavender? Because that yeah, was what's from, going to be a question. Um, these are Ikea ones and they're like Yankee candles because they're freaking huge, but they're like a fraction of the price. A hundred hours burning right. time, apparently. Yeah, I just like it. It's just another little mood light source in the back, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we we had this conversation because what what are yours, Jace? Uh, mine's an IKEA one, vanilla. Yeah, what's vanilla? Right, and this one's this is candy cane. This is a Christmas one. Oh wow, that that's lasted well. To. Yeah. Well, no, I've got about twelve of them. <laughs> oh, okay, so when fair I, enough. Because they, they were they, they were an offer. These are Aldi, would you believe? And these and and after Christmas, obviously they sold them off. And they're like two quid, and they're massive as well. Yeah, it's good that. Yeah. So anyway. Sorry, I'll shut up now. I just wanted That's to get okay. those points of order in. Is that <laughs> right, right, Joe? Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely fine. You carry on. Don't mention our age again. Right, OK, I won't do we that. We won't either. talk about we it. We won't talk about it. We won't talk about it. <laughs> so, I mean, we normally start by saying to people how's lockdown been. And I know, I know it's a little bit of a, a while back, but... Thank God. Productive for you? Yeah, the busiest time of my entire life, actually. Yeah. Right. So, what, just in that room? Not in this one. I right. moved house halfway through. Ah, Actually, no, okay. I moved house in like the last day of March in 2021. So right. I spent, unfortunately, the entirety of lockdown in the place I was in last, which was considerably a lot smaller than where I am now. Right. And I did. I spent it all in one room. And that room was my front room, my dining room, my living, yeah, living room, front room, same thing, um, and my office and my filming space studio. It was all just like, and I had nowhere to go. So, yeah, I did spend it in one room pretty much. Um but, you know, I got a lot of stuff done, so it's mm. good. <laughs> mm. It's, um, do you know what? It's completely gone what I was just about to say. I hate it when that happens. Oh, that's all right. Well, that's I was okay. just that's about right. to say something really, and it's just gone. Jay, she'll have to come on with something because oh, uh, I've it? frozen. Where, so where are you based? Because on your Facebook, you either seem to be in Southampton or London or Dorset. Yeah. or Southampton. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, that is home for me. Yeah. Yeah, I know what it was. It's come back to me now. You just said you moved in March because mm. you're a Piscean, aren't you? I am. Ah, mm. see, did Google give you some information, or did I, you just of the few things I was able to, to glean? Yeah, uh, there, there's. Do you some know what that, date it is? Well, here's the thing: it's it's not it's not nailed down. It's either the seventeenth or the eighteenth. Ooh, which one do you think it is? I'm looking at you now. Eighteenth. <laughs> No. Damn. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> it's, which is, because I'm a Piscean as well, but I'm on the cusp. Okay. I'm, two, I'm, I'm three days later from I you. I was supposed to be, what's the next one? Is it Taurus? Uh, Aries. Is it Aries? In, in April, isn't it? I thought it was Taurus. You know, I don't really, I don't really do star sign stuff, to be honest. Um, but and I'm making it sound like I do, which I'm yeah, now really you, disturbed you by. You really have. I was like, oh, yeah. he, he's, he obviously likes this. Yeah, um, I don't at all. Like horoscopes and stuff. No, no. Um, so I was supposed to be an Aries. Though. Right. I was early, little little early baby. Little so early. it's only because yeah. I'm on the cusp. I know. I can't tell you any of the others. Do you think I seem like a Pisces? Um, or more of an Aries. Ooh, I don't really I know what the difference are, well, like in traits. Well, no. I mean, you're very creative, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, so that would that would put you in the kind of Piscean thing. You're a bit of a performer, a bit of those kind of that. That, that all works quite. Well, am, I, am I okay? Say a little bit melancholic. Uh, yeah. They are. That, that, yeah. That's a Piscean trait as well. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Do, do you like fish at all? <laughs> um. 
Well, I'm a vegan, so... Ah. How does that yes. work with fish? I don't eat them. <laughs> right, fine. So, so in which case, you like fish in the sense of let them oh, swimming nice around? Oh, nice little fishies, yeah. Right, like, okay. Cute, yeah, like I like fish. Yeah, not as in I like to eat fish. I just, I right. like fish. Yeah. We, we, well, this is good because actually, you don't get a chance to talk to vegans very often, particularly on the podcast. So what do you eat? Lots of stuff. I mean, this is everybody's question straight away. I eat... Yeah, loads of stuff, just different. I just don't eat meat and I don't have dairy. But the thing is, I'm lactose intolerant anyway. Right. I have been since birth. They didn't figure it out until I was about, I don't know, 10. But I basically had like a permanent cold for 10 years. And that's what it does to me. Like, it just like, yeah, just ha- bad for my immune system. Just always had colds. And then obviously they say you shouldn't have any dairy when you have a cold because it makes it worse, right? So I was already I like, I didn't oh. know that. I actually the- didn't know that. Jace, did you yeah. know that? It does make you claggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should not have more because it it's it stuffs you up more or makes more like mucusy. Ew, mucus. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, and then I've actually never really been that much of a fan of meat, and I've always been quite a fussy eater. And when I was like a kid, and I used to eat meat. For example, I ate chicken once, and I found a vein in my chicken, and then I didn't eat chicken for like a year uh, right. because I was like, that is freaky like no i will not have it and then yeah like i was never i never i would never eat a steak like i really it was really picky with me as it was and then i became a veggie and then i was like you know what i'm lactose intolerant anyway and i shouldn't be having this and i don't even like eggs either so i guess i'll just be vegan and then it all just made sense so um but i actually should answer your question on what do you eat uh yeah loads of stuff (laughs) sorry what time is it where are we um like yeah what do i eat yeah basically like yeah all the same i mean the the you know the amount of plant-based and vegan options that there are now mm. um you can find pretty much like alternatives uh, to everything I, you, I was i was vegetarian about 30 years ago yes about 30 years ago i bet there was nothing oh uh, you used to go out and it was like beans be, uh, we went to because um, <laughs> i was particularly poor in my early 20s particularly poor and when the um Berlin Wall came down and uh, and everything and you could start travelling to Eastern Europe I went there for four years running because it was really cheap to go on holiday to Eastern Europe and we went to Budapest and, um, and we kept saying to the travel agency we're vegetarian is this going to be okay and they were like yeah 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 it's fine it's fine and when we got salad <laughs> no no we got to the hotel um, on the first night and we'd been travelling all day so everybody's tired everybody's hungry sort of thing and they, they they got the meals ready for us we had rice and peas oh and, and just a plate of rice and peas that, I mean to be honest with you I would eat that I did eat it yeah but like I'd still like that isn't really a meal that's just like oh this will go together I guess (laughs) a couple of days later we were in Budapest and it was lunchtime and we found uh, a pizzeria Um, and we went and and, you know because I don't speak Hungarian and they didn't really Mm. speak English um, and there was no such thing as Google Translate 30 years ago oh no oh my god language barrier vegetarian pizza vegetarian pizza which Ooh. they um got as vegetable pizza so they bought us out a sprout pizza oh and what the f- <laughs> <laughs> oh i mean like bless them they tried but what the hell yeah, was, who's ever eaten a sprout pizza there's just one listener here right now being like i do i eat sprout pizza yeah no uh no thanks that doesn't sound good yeah the options thankfully are a lot better now thank god yeah there are, yeah i mean there's a lot of vegans there's a lot of vegans around and i'm gonna yeah i, I actually i don't really like food that much like I, i'm going i go through phases where i'm like some I'm, i have a sweet tooth though so if it's you know chocolatey i'm gonna i'm gonna indulge but um i just i'm like i'm eating out of necessity here i'm, I'm not a foodie i just I, I have a lot of anxiety that stems around food as well um i eat because i'm like yep if I don't eat, I'm going to feel quite unwell in about an hour or so. So I'm going to do this to, to keep me groovy. But um, yeah, and not let me get all hangry. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't, I wish we could just not have to do that. That's one of the things I, I wish I didn't have to do, to be honest. <laughs> do you know what, though? My mate, um, who I share an office space with, uh, my my office is in the back of my mate's tattoo studio. And um, he was vegan for a long time and he doesn't like food either. 
at all. It's not a vegan thing. So my my problems, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna get deep deep into it, but um, I basically. I have a lot of OCD and anxiety around it and well just in general as well but um, my thing is like I'm just convinced everything is going to poison me like this is just okay so everything I eat I'm like oh this is probably how I die like I know it's irrational and stuff but um, I think that's actually why I don't like eating because I'm like I associate food with like food poisoning and then I'm severely phobic of being sick you won't find this on google yeah. you won't find this on google, I can't find on google. yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, here you go i'm giving you the goods now i'm giving you the real weird information about me um yeah i'm like severely phobic of being sick so i'm like oh if i eat that means that i could get food poisoning and then i might be sick so then i've got this really like toxic sort of thought process and kind of idea around food um it's very unhealthy I still eat like it's not a problem I still make myself do it like I said I know I'm gonna I, I can't not eat that's not how it works but I, I think um, I think that's why I don't like eating not because I'm a vegan uh, <laughs> so, uh, right well I've got loads of questions now I okay mean, crack and, and by, on and by I the mean, way we are not gonna get anywhere near music tonight but any um, so, I mean we have to touch on it a little bit yeah we'll course. get there in the end don't, <laughs> Trisha we'll, we'll, we'll build to it um <laughs> Right, so with veganism, then, because it's going to be a lot of plant-based and this and that, just literally very little chance you'll get food poisoning. I know. This is, is that, why is it's that, so stupid. What, yeah. No, they, oh, I right, know, okay. and that's actually one of the reasons I went vegan, because I'm like, oh, this is a lot, like my chances, you know, I'm not going to get salmonella from anything here. So, right. um, yeah, yeah. So that is actually one of the reasons I went vegan, was to be like, ah, this sh- I shouldn't get poisoned. I don't know, I just feel like everything is out to get me. Everything's going to kill me. Be- but it, because... You know. In reality, you can eat and beef do you know what? raw. I've I've never had food poisoning. Touch wood. So, like, what the hell is no? So, what the hell is wrong with me? I don't know. <laughs> it's not. Well, let me tell you. It's not. I've had it twice. It's not very nice. Ah, oh, it's, it's, re- it's, it's really actually. Not nice. I can't imagine much worse. You know. Um, but the interesting thing there's two things there. My youngest son is is fairly phobic about being sick, so I get that bit. And my eldest son is convinced that if he has chicken, he will get food poisoning. Mm-hmm. Yep, this he's, is my, he's, my he's, kind of logic. Yeah. He's got something about, but it's specifically about chicken. And I think that's did because, he ever get poisoned no, from no, it in the past? No, no. See, weird. We've we've all we're always very careful when we prepare uh, meat, particularly when we prepare chicken or pork. And he's got it from that. He's got it from us being careful about how we prepare it. As then there's then manifested itself in. I'm going to get food poisoning from chicken. Now, to be fair, knowing Josh's luck, he'll never, ever get food poisoning, but he'll probably get hit by a bird of Matthew's lorry. <laughs> um, but it's not going to kill him. Mm. It's, it's, you know, the chance of it killing him is... But he's same same thing. So, so yeah. you're like my kids put together. Yeah, nice little combo. Just yeah. very little bit messed up in the head there <laughs> no, no I think it's I think it's fine I think it yeah I don't really know um where it all stems from but it is very inconvenient at times because I'm eating and I'm like oh this is probably it like this is how I die it's you know I'm not I know it won't kill me but but um, saying that I can't I'm... imagine much worse other than dying so you know yeah well uh, well yeah there's, I think that, that's there's fairly extreme it's yeah what dying sort of... is quite extreme yeah I mean yeah, yeah. Um, you are very young so it's a long way off. This is true. This is also true. Yeah. Anyway. This is me being melancholy. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. So, yeah, yeah. Piscean, you see? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, right, go on then. All the way back to the beginning then. How did you start doing what you are doing? Where did that come from? When did you know? When did it become a thing? And what's the most embarrassing thing about it? Because there's got to be a video there somewhere. Oh, so do you mean about like making videos or just music and being a musician? Well, the whole thing. So, so when when when's the relationship with the guitar start? When, when I was, it... well, initially when I was five, I watched the School of Rock and was like, I'm gonna be a guitarist, and that was just set. And then I didn't pick up guitar until I was about nine, and then ever since then, that's just been all I do. Right. I've, we've never had of all the influences. We've never had School of Rock. Really? As being, that's, that's the reason quite I surprising. Guitar. No, that's just yeah. because we interview people that are started playing before School of Rock came out. Yes, all Fair. right, Jess. All right, Jess. Fair. I'll, I'll give I mean, you that. The- yeah, so School of Rock, I was like, they look cool. That's what I'll do. <laughs> right. And that was it. I mean, it's fair enough. I mean, I, I lecture uh, for BIM, and I'm pretty much like 
the school of rock i'm like what do you mean you've not heard that right yeah listen to this listen to that homework and they're all like oh, whatever old man oh <laughs> rude well we get so i'm right. probably i probably i probably seem old to them now anyway yeah how old are you like nine eighteen nineteen eighteen yeah i, I start teaching it's first year degree and i teach third year degree 18 yeah see they see me as old now as well yeah that's scary isn't it yeah yeah it is scary because i'm like hold on a sec i was your age like 10 minutes ago i swear <laughs> like this isn't this isn't appropriate like no nah, no nah. like i'm not old old yet um anyway sorry yeah we weren't we're not allowed to talk about age so no we're not so nine you get a guitar mm-hmm. at nine yep and and that what non-stop from there yeah and yeah pretty much all the way through school it was just an obsession that's it like there's no other word for it other than obsessed right okay yeah. and i'm starting to get that through your character so that's fine i can i can i can see that mm-hmm. um so self-taught uh, a bit of both really i had lessons but they were like half an hour a week so i most of my playing was done alone that's kind of how i like to see it as like yes the teachers did definitely help me like seed a lot of the core roots into my playing and stuff but in terms of like i like to think i am a mainly self-taught player for right. sure because 20 minutes a week is yeah, not I mean, really uh, no. half an hour i mean half of that would have been spent tuning what is up that? It- yeah yeah pretty much but i i, I love those lessons anyway uh, did, uh, yeah. did you did you go to did you go to uni to study music or was it i diploma? didn't know i no I did college and then I was like I am never doing education with music again because it like destroyed my passion for it for a little while like having to do essays upon essays I was like no no not this again I can't (laughs) so then I just yeah jumped straight into the industry itself after I left college so did you start was there a plan to just start doing because I I mean I I have found uh, the band um, which was is an album out in 2018 the, something like uh, that the band uh, um, t- two albums I did with them yeah yeah okay. I think it was 2018 yeah 2018 I think was the first one and then the next one was in 2019 I think but I, that's when I left um, but I am on that album I just left after just before just after it was launched uh, I, I, I listened to the, the 2018 one because i could see your picture on your face yes, on the cover on the cover yeah yeah yeah. so was it did you consider doing the the youtube stuff with the band or I mean, it was on the side really yeah. yeah it was on the side and then i it became more popular and that was one of the reasons i left because i was like i want to do this mm. I'd been playing live gigs every weekend for three years and by that point I was exhausted um, and I really needed a break. So, because um, at that time I was like full-time teaching in this band where we would play two if not three shows every weekend and if we weren't playing shows we were rehearsing and together um, or traveling up and down the country for whatever reason. And then I was also teaching full-time and I was like, I am dying mm. <laughs> and I can't do this anymore. So yeah, I left. And then, yeah, just poured all of my time into the online stuff. And just as well, because that's when the pandemic hit pretty much like six months after I'd left. Oh, right. Um, so, yeah, it all worked out in the same sort of, yeah, I don't know, it worked out quite well in a sense. I was quite intrigued when I was listening to it because, um, and sorry to mention the H thing again, and you were playing music that I was listening to, or kind of like I was listening to when I was 17, 18. Mm-hmm. But that was 1987. Yeah. 1988. Yeah, it was definitely throwback. I I didn't write, um, and they were a band before I joined. Mm. So I kind of hopped in and went with the groove, went with the flow. <laughs> um, but that's yeah, not actually genres I was interested in until I got in that band. Uh, funnily enough, other than like Guns N' Roses, obviously, but that's I don't really see them as like glammy 80s. Like I see that as rock. Uh, so um, yeah, yeah, you should have been there at the time. They definitely, particularly when you look at the back of the um, Uzi um, EP, you know, the first thing that came out. Um, the the reason why I bought that when it came out, and this is the God's honest truth, because it was records then. There was no CDs or anything. I was in our price uh, in the middle of Birmingham. And I was looking for Hanoi Rocks, which is HA, right. which of course yeah. is right next to GU when you're flicking through the albums. And I didn't, and it had just come out. There'd been no press or anything. And I just picked it up and I went, ah, 
They look like Hanoi rocks. They've all got backcombed hair. Oh, really? Uh, and uh, mm. makeup on and stuff. I mean, it's yeah. just the funniest photo of them. Uh, and, and so I just bought it, and I've, it's still got the five ninety nine sticker on it. When I wow. when I sold it for a hundred and eighty pounds, jeez, man, that is insane, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, 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 crazy. And I only sold it because I was like, well, it's worth hundred and eighty quid, and yeah, all the tracks are available that. on CD now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they were quite glammy, mm. weren't they? They were really. If you if you go back, even the first couple of videos of Appetite had a glammy side to yeah. them. He'd still got big hair. Big at hair. That point. He had got big hair. Yeah, if you think of like Welcome to the Jungle. Mm. Yeah. But they weren't quite in the Motley Crue realm. Uh, no. With the makeup and the, you know, the leather and the studs and stuff. Yeah, I, I watched your video of um, Kickstart My Heart, I think. Yeah, I, I actually like, I watched the Pam and Tommy documentary recently mm. and I was like, I'm going to do a cover, like a Motley Crue cover because this will, this is good timing. And also, I do like Motley Crue. Like, I, I do. I, I could bop to that, you know. Mm. Um, so, yeah, since being in that band, I did get a new appreciation for 80s sort of music. And I have to say that guitar wise, it's probably my, f- I don't know if I want to say that because I do admire a lot of the modern stuff floating about now. But, um, in terms of like solos and stuff, I really think that's when guitar. It was guitars' time to shine. Oh, it was. I mean, it was the it was um, the, the last time really the guitar's been at the very, very forefront. Front of the yeah, everything had a guitar solo. So I think I I do have a real big appreciation for it. Um, that's for sure. But it's not necessarily. I wouldn't say it's like my favorite genre. I don't know. Like I I listen to everything. I literally listen to everything. So yeah, I can't really pinpoint. I mean, I'm saying all this, and I'm like. You're probably like, she's got an EVH stack literally right yeah. behind her. <laughs> I, I was looking at um, the EVH stack right behind you and thinking, that's quite yeah. a large amp for a There's a lot of room. stuff on top of it right now. Yeah, this room, I have outgrown it already, unfortunately, but I'm very grateful that I have my own room to do, you know, studio stuff and filming in nonetheless. Because like I said before, in the last house, I didn't have my own room. It was a multi-purpose room. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a large amp for a little room, but I love that amp. So yeah, but I've got an AC15 there that I can't, oh, nice. I can't turn on because it's too damn loud. Too loud. Mm. Uh, so is that? I haven't turned that on freaking ages. Yeah. Yeah, long, long time. I keep looking at buying an attenuator, but the ones, the decent ones, at the same cost as buying another AC15. And you just. All right. So I've got one. Um, and that's how I. I've got my EVH lunchbox head on my speaker here as well. That's what I mainly record with, mm. just because um, getting that closer to my desk with all of like the XLR cables being long enough, like it's just a pain in the ass. And this is my backdrop that I, I film with. So I just use my little EVH. Um, and I run that through an attenuator, the Two Notes Captor X that's what you need it, that's what you need to get it is but I've got I've got a Lazy J that's behind me and the AC15 there and I've got a Marshall SV20 and the, the problem with the Captor X is you need to buy either the 4 ohm the 8 or the 6 the, and it's just like uh, oh my god I've, I'm going to have to buy alright fair see the thing is my EVH does all three ah uh, so get an amp I can do all three. <laughs> planning on your part, Jace, I think is what we're saying. I, I'm not a kind of EVH sound kind of guitarist. Uh, well, why not? <laughs> no, I'm joking. No. Um, it's not for everyone. I just, I don't know. Like it does, it does so many things so well. That being said, I don't know if it's going to be the right thing for me now that I'm pursuing my new band. Yes, I was going to say that. There's a, post from january i've been teasing, that, I've been teasing. Yeah. yeah for a little while here yeah 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 uh but you have to kind of like pay attention to see what i've been teasing if that makes sense but yes you're referring to abbey road aren't yes. you yeah um yeah I, that isn't where we're actually ending up recording all of the stuff but our first band meeting our first day as a band was at abbey road studios so um which is fun so you say so because i've never met a band at uh, Abbey Road uh, and I've never really met a band 
that I didn't kind of know the people. So was that the first time you'd actually all met? Was it kind of like an online uh, thing? Or? So we were all friends before oh, right. um, through different different ways, all through online though, um, for the most part. And then, yeah, that we had the opportunity to go in and do a session. So we did. <laughs> and that was our first, I was like, well, I, I got approached and then, yeah, I was like, well, I'm going to obviously take my band rather than just going in alone because yeah. uh, I got my one single out um, and I released that at home like you know all home recorded and it was an experiment because I was like I really need to put out an original song now um, but yeah all I actually care about is my band really yeah. for, for now at least you know that's the priority for everything yeah I was gonna I was gonna touch on the single it's tranquility isn't it yeah because uh, I was listening to that this afternoon. Um, we, so that literally is standalone then? Yeah. It it's an experiment because I, I was like, I'd went and seen a show uh, with Periphery and Pliny um, and they're both really big influences of mine and I was watching Pliny and I was like, I need to get my shit together. Like I need to release something. And then I went home and the next day I started writing that song and it took me like a year to get it out there. Cause I was just working so much and doing a single on your own. There was like 30 guitar tracks in that freaking track. And that, you know, um, writing it all for the first time on my own. Like that was really my first step into being a writer in my own right, mm. if that makes sense. So it just took me too long <laughs> um, to do. But yeah, I, I decided yeah to release that um, just because I wanted something for my name. Because people are like, you do covers, what else do you do? Like, is that all you've got? And it's not, you know, uh, that's actually like the covers. I love doing them, but I want to be an artist in my own right. Um, and that's always been my goal. So the covers have been an incredible way to kind of like develop an audience and I get to play what I love, you know, the artists that I love to listen to uh, and yeah, like improving on my guitar technique at the same time. But um, I want to be a songwriter, a musician in my own right and a touring musician and stuff. So um, yeah, I just thought I have to do something because, uh, you know, then I can actually reply to these people when they're like, what have you done? Like, write your own songs. I'm like, well, I have actually. So there. I, tell you, I, tell you, I, did, I was going through your Facebook page earlier and um, and you kind of click on the comments and you just think some people are properly mental, aren't they? Now, I appreciate they, they are your followers, so you probably can't answer that as honestly as you would like. But I was reading it and I was like, what is wrong with you people? Um, I just say the internet is a fruity place, and we'll leave it. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it there. Yeah, it's a fruity place. Yeah, um, but it's that, also that actually yeah. ought to be the dictionary definition. <laughs> it's a fruity place. Yes, it is. Just take everything with a pinch of salt, because what, whatever you know, whatever. I think that's what I've learned. Yeah, I mean, because when you look at it, you've got four hundred thirty-three thousand Instagram followers, two hundred seventy-six thousand Facebook followers, two hundred sixty-eight thousand YouTube followers. I mean, that's a ridiculous amount of people, isn't it? That's like, it's just shy of a million. I don't, <laughs> you know, this better than I do. Um, well, yeah, it is, but I don't know if they exist. And then in the in the weirdest way, because I have never played a gig since this, since I've developed a following, like, like never played I've never had the opportunity to meet like a lot of them at one time yeah. like I've never done a show where they can all come out so I'm like until I actually see these people in the flesh it doesn't feel real right. at all and I'm just like this is all really cool but like what does it mean like I don't know and my my thing is like with this band I'm like I just hope some people come like I hope that translates over because all I want is to play cool shows and just have fun on stage and uh, if no one turns up I'll just be like oh for god's sake I give up no I think <laughs> I think that you could look at um, what Chris Buck's doing at the moment with Cardinal Black yeah and he's translated it across and people are going to those shows they're amazing I've seen them yeah Chris is Chris is incredible like insane um yeah, I saw them support Miles Kennedy um, at the back end of last year, and I was like, "God damn, these guys are really tight!" Like, yeah, yeah, incredible mu uh, player, guitar player. He's insane. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Well, m another member of my band. I've teased enough for you guys um, to be able to understand this, but like, or know this, but um, the other guitarist, Sped, he is just blowing up on TikTok and Instagram right now, and YouTube and stuff as well. So between us, we've got a decent 
like online presence so yeah i just hope it translates over i really i'm literally scared no one will come <laughs> that is do you know what that is really really interesting and the reason why i think that's really and i'm fascinated by this whole topic and so uh, a few years ago when i was working at Shaw uh, microphones um i employed um uh, I, t- I took on a girl called mary spender oh my god and Mary course, yeah. worked with us for, um, you know, she worked with us for about 18 months. I love Mary. Um, but um, she, she, she came, you know, she came to work. I specifically sort of um, did a lot of cajoling to get Mary on the books because at that point, brands like Shaw weren't employing people like Mary because they didn't really understand what to do with their social media and they didn't mm. understand that whole world of... It of was about you- live... Yes, yeah, and it was it was about artist endorsements, and to a certain extent, it still is. They, they, a lot of the, a lot of the brands still haven't worked it out. Yeah. So Mary came, and when Mary came, uh, and and we first sat down, she had about ten thousand followers on uh, YouTube, and it was so obvious in that moment that she was going to be massive. Yeah. It was just so so obvious. She 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 brought a video in, which she did, which was kind of her that was kind of her interview. And she and she brought this, and it was incredible. Really, really super. What she did was really creative, absolutely fantastic. But I remember seeing Mary in Manchester uh, when she was still part of of my of my team, and she was really, really growing. And yet, when she went and played live, struggled to get fifty people in a room. Oh, this is my fear, <laughs> and, I, and I think that's. I do think that's changed now. But it's interesting that you've got that fear because I. I do think it's a, it's a big fear. It's it's, but it is a thing. It is a kind of a yeah. Because like you're like, oh my god, it's like, oh yeah, this is all very impressive, but like. Are they real? Like, is that is that is that real people? Like, will they come to a show, or do they just want to just sit on their phones? Or, like, where does the interest? I get yeah, where. Like, I don't I don't know. I mean, that being said, I've done a couple of clinics and stuff where people have come out. Um, I did one with Dario at Guitar Guitar. No, yeah, Guitar Guitar mm. last August, and I gave it two days of promo, and like fifty people showed up, and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> okay, hi guys. <laughs> so that was really cool because um, they were there to see me there was no one else doing mm. a clinic it was just there and I was like this is weird this is really weird but um, I, again but I just don't know how it will translate over but I but, hope it translates over but she used to get recognised a lot when she was out oh, from very yeah. early on you know I remember being with Mary when we were going somewhere through an airport and she got yeah. recognised two or three times it started happening a little bit more to me I had well at the gig last night I had some messages after someone posted a video of me like dancing on the balcony (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's freaking funny but like yeah or people you know like and I came out at the end and I was just you know uh, in the kind of like uh, entrance exit foyer area and people were like like beaming at me and I'm like come and say hi then don't just like grin at me because I don't know if you're actually looking at me or like what yeah so I always much prefer it if people just come up straight away and just be like hi Sophie sort of thing um I don't want to give off the vibe that I'm unapproachable though because yeah. I had people being like I didn't want to encroach on your night I'm like oh my god did I give off like don't come near me vibes or something like um well you don't yeah. eat anything so it's not spinach between your teeth is it <sighs> No. <laughs> um, Do you think though that people yeah. are used to seeing you blonde and now you've got pink hair? People are like, I think they're it? like, is that? Is it? Is yeah, that but hopefully it should make me more easy to recognise though. So right. is the plan for it to stay pink now? Then I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it at the minute. Yeah. It's because one of the things I was when I was scrolling through your Instagram, which goes back quite a way, um, it was like how weird. I've not got that many photographs of me from a teenager through into my 20s uh, that you you, yeah. you see yourself getting older is a horrible thing to say but do you know what I mean growing up yeah well you know what like last night was a perfect example of it because I only see the guys in Tremonti every couple of years and I, I've done meet and greets in the past and I passed and I did see them last night and every time I get a picture together with them I'm like I look like a different person again like <laughs> um, so yeah no it's it's quite funny to sort of like share the, the growing up aspect of things yeah you need, you need um, some consistency in your branding you're gonna have to stick with the pink hair now. well the pink hair I think that's it yeah I'm not I'm not you know unique enough with the blonde so pink it is <laughs> so when are we going to hear from this new band then hopefully very soon we go into studio next week so Ooh. we'll see which yeah. studio are you going into 
we're working with a producer just like one guy um and it's in his garden uh-huh. um you know we can do a lot of the stuff at home so we thought we may as well do that but yeah it's it's not going to be what people are expecting mm-hmm. i don't think genre wise i'll let you speculate <laughs> she's she's like a living version of google no information given out yeah. whatsoever i was sorry. I was, I was thinking sorry that. <laughs> i'll never give you a straight answer no um yeah i think i don't know when you look at me i mean what what would you this is what i've started asking people on the podcasts like that i've been doing i'm like what do you expect it to be oh full-on country yeah, well, no no, no. <laughs> no I, I i wouldn't expect that i expected um something modern something rock is what i was okay. expecting closer closer uh, and Mainly because definitely not country. <laughs> uh, mainly because of uh, the way you dress, the guitars that you play, um, certainly the EVH amp, if you're going to use that, um, would indicate a slightly more modern sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and and definitely a rock sound. It, it, other than that, if you say you like periphery and stuff like that, it's probably going to could be quite technical. Hmm. I don't. I don't know if it's technical, but I think there's a nice blend of all of my influences in there. Do you ever sure. play G, D, and A, and that's it? No, no. it's going to be technical then. <laughs> I think your definition of technical is probably a little bit Fisher Price. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Right, well, just before we tie up, so a couple of things. How, how's, how's the teaching going? How's that all work with the, with the, the platform and with Patreon? Does it all work, all work out? Yeah, yeah. so it, I was teaching one-on-one um, through Skype throughout the entirety of... Well, sorry, what are words? What is that entirety? Entirety. entirety. <laughs> oh, my God, I need to go to bed. Um, yeah, the entirety of like lockdown and stuff. Um, and then it got to a point where I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore either because it's just like, it's freaking exhausting. Like, I love meeting people and I love, you know, it was I, it's really refreshing teaching as a really kind of like, um, like, I don't know, fulfilling thing to do. Um but I was, it also like sets off my anxiety like tenfold. I, like, yeah, I, it started getting bad. So I had to be like, I need to actually reevaluate everything and to figure out if I need to do this. And then Ben Minel came along, um, the founder of Musicism, and he was like, we want to make a course with you. And I was like, okay, well, I have to stop teaching to go and film this course anyway. So I did that. And then I said to Ben, I don't think I want to go back. And he said, don't then. And I was like, all right, I won't. And ever since then, I've just been, you know, making making my money on YouTube and Patreon and that sort of thing. So merchandise, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, the teaching wise, yeah. So I release lessons online now rather than one-on-one tuition. I, I just can't anymore. Um, but like, yeah, so I do pre-recorded lessons on Patreon and then also my guitar course for musicism. And you've also, there's a, you've got a, you know a good spread of band, brands that you've worked with and i guess that, that endorse you um but yankee candles was missing <laughs> oh, has anyone got a contact they can hit me up because i love i love smelling them and lighting them and creating the mood what? um yeah no not yankee candle unfortunately and i do think that's that is a missing one i actually think if, I they, do. if they look at your feed if they look at the positioning there's nearly a million they're people missing a trick there yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I would, I would love to have a little Yankee Candle endorsement. Because <laughs> you've just sent people to IKEA tonight, haven't you? I, I oh, it's influencer life, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. But, um... yeah, but it's funny because I did notice actually, and maybe it was the old house, but that's definitely looked like an IKEA unit that you had with it the was, turntable. This on. is a different. This is different now. Like right. I, mother half is a luthier um a guitar luthier and uh he just basically made me a desk out of really fancy wood so i've got a black poplar desk with two tiers and it's just very pretty um so yeah i dumped the ikea one and got something a bit nice right. it's it's the tone can you hear that uh, the oh, tone. Yeah, yeah. oh it's beautiful 
They're sustained. Eight, can eight, we just... Eight, yes. Yeah, it's spinal tap, isn't it? You can walk away and come back in five minutes. It'll still be going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll be hearing that one. <laughs> so the only other thing I'd got was... Um, I, and I've got my motorcycles T-shirt on today. I, I saw this. I, I eyed that up pretty early on in the call, actually. Uh, is, uh, what bike have you got? I don't know if I should tell, tell people yet. When does this podcast come out? Um, Monday. Okay, I'm not going to say yet. I'm going to say it's a Honda. So, okay, my current one is a Honda CG125. My big girl test is actually next month. Um, and then I upgrade to a bigger Honda. So, but I mean, it's in the realm, isn't it? I like cafes and mutts and stuff and bobbers. So it's in that sort of realm, but I love it. Ah, so, excellent. yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you ride then? Yeah, yeah, I've got a mutt. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're yeah. really nice guys because they build them in Birmingham. Um, oh, nice. And Didn't know that. Yeah, I, I was, uh, this is stupid and wanky, but I really like um, Deus Ex Machina clothing, which is just stupidly okay. expensive. It's like surfing, motorbikes, and adventure sort of stuff. Sporty sort of, yeah. And um, they've got one in Los Angeles that's not very far from Los Angeles airport so whenever I'm coming back from Nam I go via oh my god do you Dias. like spend an arm and a leg every time well it's January usually it's the January sales so okay fair yeah that's good and I save I spend hundreds but I save hundreds yes yeah, it's good and I like your pro, uh, your uh, your method yeah there. that's good and, and what you do is obviously you get to dais you try it on in the changing rooms it fits you buy it you rip the tags off screw it up and shove it in with your dirty laundry in your suitcase fly back with it yeah and uh i was after a dais rucksack and i googled it and it was available at mutt and i was like oh, what's that oh weird. and, I, and okay. I drove over and they're basically they're like a, a dais distributor but they make these bikes anyway i got chatting to the owner will uh, there's two guys will and, uh, and benny that own it and um and next time i went in i'd ended up buying a mutt um <laughs> did you already ride though i did a long time ago okay um, um back when you had a license though uh, no oh shit well, so no because i'm oh, God, we're back onto the eighteen. because i'm uh. old you could do it on your car license <laughs> oh what the hell can you ride uh is there an engine size you're restricted uh, i'm to? just restricted to 125 which is what mutts okay. were when they came out they're, are then I don't think they are now. Are no, they they, they do a uh, two fifty now. Yeah, fair. So what are you still on that, I, or have you done the no, test? No, I just I just like pooling around. Ah, oh, do you know what though? The L plates can just get out of my life. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and then I'm like, oh, you've got L plates on, and no one gives you the nod because you don't deserve oh, it. Oh, I get the nod. You know, the, I, I get the nod occasionally because my my one two five is cool, and I, I always wear all the gear and stuff. So I think they know I'm serious about it, and I'm I'm a girl, so I'm trying. Like <laughs> you know, uh, I think they yeah, I think that's you don't see as many girl riders around here at least. Um, uh, and I'm short AF, so they're probably like, why is this child riding a bike? Um, but yeah, like I, we got approached by this like heart. I say we, me and my friend who also rides Millie. Um, we were hanging about, you know, on a sunny day and we got approached by a Harley gang. They were like, so how old are you then? 17? I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> I am a bit older. I just started a bit later because the obsession with it didn't start until last year. Mm. So, um, but yeah, big girl test next month and I am absolutely schnitting it. Well, <laughs> good luck. Thank you. I I just need to. It's just because they're smashing me on this massive Honda 650. Uh, that is a big difference. Like it's not the power; it's the actual body size of it. I, like I said, I'm small, man. Um, I'm five foot exactly. So when I get on this thing, I am on my tippy toes, and I'm in boots and that as well. So it's just basically don't put your feet down, which you're not allowed to do anyway, um, because you'll fail your test straight away. So. But yeah. Uh, when I did my CBT, the bike was so small, I got cramp. 
Oh no! <laughs> I, I dropped the bike on my CBT because it was too big. <laughs> I could I couldn't touch the floor, and they got this thing where you, you know hop along one one foot on the front uh, back brake. Sorry, hop mm. along with your left leg, um, and it just went. And I wasn't going to save that, was I? So I just I very elegantly just like stepped off and let it hit the deck. But the plan <laughs> is to not drop the six fifty. I'm hopefully a bit more confident now. Um, been riding almost a year, so. Bikes are great, though. And Jason and Sophie will be back next week with episode two of Two Wheels Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Fine with me. Um, we, well, we ought to wrap, we ought to wrap it yeah, up. Well, before, I, before we go, we need to say hi and thank you to our sponsor. Well, we, we uh, need to do two sponsors because this is ooh, the final yes. reverb one. But yes. And I've been looking for it. And I've lost the official wording, and I got so good at reading out that official wording from Reverb. So all I'm going to say is, did you? Yeah, you told. Oh, sorry. You told me sorry. I've got a radio voice the last time I did it. I did actually. Um, all I should say is many thanks to Reverb for sponsoring the live stage at the Guitar Show. It's a great place for buying and selling gear. Perfect. Aww. And I'll say thank you to Focusrite, who are our all-the-time sponsor. And I believe you use Focusrite. I do. I'm running into a Scarlet right now. Yeah, I I do. I use them religiously. Yeah, I use them religiously. Love you, Focusrite. (laughs) They are fantastic. They're lovely, lovely, lovely people. Uh, And uh, they're very very kind and they don't uh, ask us to do anything and uh, we're very lucky to have them as a a supporter. I just just bought an 8. Is it i8? No, 1-8-i-8 today. I think I got that one as well. Is that with the 4? Yeah, I got that one as well. Um, but it's a bit... It's not... I don't need it for just, like, desk stuff, so I keep that for special occasions only. Uh, I've got it for um, uh, yeah. band recording type That's stuff. That's what I've got it. Yeah, yeah so um, um, if you've yeah. heard a ping during this conversation, that's the email to tell me it's been delivered tomorrow. Oh, lovely. That's a nice email. Yeah, it just email flashed across receive. the screen while I was talking to you. Oh. Well, happy, happy recording. Then. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, well, and um, thank you guys for having me. No, thank you. It's been here. brilliant. It was, yeah, it's been great to chat. Um, yeah, yeah, lovely to meet you guys. Cool. Well, we will say goodnight. Um, goodnight. And goodnight. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm off to get dinner now. Yep, me too. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got to do that as well. Yeah. yeah. Right, cool. Curry. Well, thanks, Effie. <laughs> uh, and we will see you all next time. Well, Bye. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to 9 to 42, the podcast from the team at the Guitar Show UK. If you've enjoyed the show, then please remember to hit the subscribe button and share with other like-minded souls. For more information about 9 to 42, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the Guitar Show UK. This has been an A Short Stories production. <laughs> <laughs>